father was doing research into human genes. And he found a way to stop the aging process, or so they thought. It backfired and the virus was created instead. When this all started, I watched my father age overnight. I've seen it with my own eyes, Brett. Pandora X's crisis reports. Cover up press packages, everything! So welcome to Series 2, Episode 22 of Conversation with Eagle Mountain, a podcast about the tribe. I'm your host, Lance, and joining me on the podcast panel today is Liz. Hello. And Maggie. Hi. With episode notes done by Matt and myself. So Series 2, Episode 22, the screenplay was done by Robin Charteris. It was directed by Janet Stubbins. And the episode synopsis were read out by myself. Believing that Danny's revelation can win the tribe's trust and secure her an innocent verdict, Bray urges her to come clean, but her reluctance forces him to consider a confession of his own, one that would deflect suspicion away from Danny but at the cost of his own reputation. Right, so Danny explains her father's work to Bray and how it led to the accidental creation of the virus, but he can't convince her to tell the truth to the rest of the tribe um, in order to lay her suspicions of her and help her case. Unable to counter Ebony's arguments in the trial, Bray instead reveals that Ebony also had a motive for attempting to poison Tysan, and he finally confesses that he told her the formula in a bid to save Trudy. So panel, quite a few questions here. What did you think of Bray's confession? Um, how did you make of the tribe's reaction to it? And just as importantly, why wasn't Ebony instantly targeted the second and that second and put into prison for colluding with the Chosen? Oh my gosh, I don't know why. That is the one thing that drives me crazy this whole episode. I don't have a problem with Danny not wanting to say anything, even if it would save her. I get it. Her secret is huge. It's viable. I may not like the reason Bray comes clean, but fine, whatever. But I don't never understand why nobody gets to the heart of the matter that Ebony worked with the Chosen to get the antidote formula. I don't know why that gets glossed over. Right. Like, and not only just that, you know, she worked with the chosen, and in the end, Trudy and Brady were taken because of her. Right. There's so much to it. There's so much to it. They have their 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 moment, and now they're I I it, I can't. They're all so looking bad. for proof to get rid of her. Yeah, like, they have enough. Have, you have proof that this person means to do you harm. Yes. You know, one of you is missing, and it's because. She didn't give up the information. Think about how much easier it would have been to save Trudy if Ebony had just immediately said, I know where they are, and we yeah. can get a sneak attack on them. And instead, she used it to get one over on the tribe. I don't know if he, if I was going to be mad at Bray, I'd be mad at him for that. Because I'd be like, you knew what she's like, and you still kept her around. You still made her, you know, a leader. That's what I'd be pissed about, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that completely gets ignored. Like, Ugh! And I even, like, didn't really like how quickly they were to forgive Bray for doing what he did. Like, it seemed like they were a little mad at first, a few people say some things, and then all of a sudden it's so, it's just, it's glossed over and it's done until he they're has wrong. that conversation with Tysan. They're mad at him for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like, they're mad at him for betraying the secret of the formula, even I though he has a legit good reason for doing it. And rather, they should be mad at him for knowing this is what Ebony was willing to do to them and still making her leader. Yes. Yep. Nobody brings that up. Like, Bray, if you knew this is what Ebony was willing to do, screw one of us over to gain power, why the hell did you force us to make her joint leader with you? Yep. She got a a young girl kidnapped and her baby. Her baby. You know, and then the formula, and it's so, it's so bad. Like, it is, I can't, Ebony, I love you. 
<laughs> she's my favorite character. No doubt she is a mastermind and she is good at what she does. But these people, mm. how naive are they? They they know. They have had experiences with Ebony in the past themselves, you know? And and why do they need to find proof? What kind of proof do they think that they are going to find? Pictures? A hair? I, I don't what are they going? What proof are they going to find to kick her out of the out of the tribe? At this point, they have enough. Yeah, they need to be far more angry at him for putting them in this situation. Yes, that's what they need to be pissed off about. And they could just be like, "She needs to go. She already mm-hmm. betrayed someone in the tribe." Ebony's great. She's doing her role. She's awesome. I have no complaints about her behavior, yes. how she beha- you know how she is in this. She's written brilliantly. Yes. It's everybody else. And yeah, like, everyone else. That's the yeah. issue. <laughs> and they're like, they, you know, Ebony needs, they could have been, Ebony needs to go be lucky. We're not making you go with her, you know, but they didn't, it didn't do any, I, I, proof. I'm still stuck on that. Cause I'm like, what kind of proof are they going? Like, what are proof of what crimes? All the proof is there. You've been told what she's done, you know? Um, I, I, she tried to kill somebody. They were willing to put Danny on trial for it. Right. They know that Ebony did it. Are they scared of the militia? That's what, that's literally what it comes down to. Um, they say that, like, they ha- I, I don't want to jump ahead, but yeah, that's what it comes down to. They need the militia. Yeah, yeah we'll get to that, because that, and another thing that annoys me. <laughs> but, I know, that's why I said scared of instead of, you know, it's... I mean, okay, so, I mean, okay, forgetting, like, the fact that even if they don't believe that it was Ebony at this point in time who poisoned Tysan, mm-hmm. we know what she's done with the Chosen and Trudy. So she should instantly, at the very least, be stripped of leadership, right? At I, least. Right. I at, think at so, too. At the very least, at least, yes. But they do nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing. And not only that, not only that, she put on this ruse and, you know, claimed that Danny accused her of being a cho- like working with the Chosen when she was working with the Chosen. She did work with the Chosen, not Danny, Ebony. You know, like, it's... I, I can't. I can't. There's so much that I can't get over that they all seem to just like let float away. I mean, Ebony came back and you asked her, Have you, did you find anything on Trudy? And she straight lied to your yes. face. You know that now. Yes. But I finally admitted that to you. That is all the proof you need. Yep. That's it. To right just there. be like, I get it if you're scared to kick her out because of the militia or whatever, but this is a this is a reason to take her out of leadership. And again, they should be way more angry at Bray for putting them in this situation, knowing what he knew about mm-hmm. Ebony and what she was capable of and what she was willing to do to them. And the fact that nobody mentioned, even Bray acts like, oh, you know, he doesn't even bring it up. Like, yeah. he's the one who put them in this situation. And I'm like, you guys, you know, you kind of deserve what's happening to you. Yeah, um, it's, it's a weird situation because it, it it does feel like everyone has forgotten that Ebony was a loco. It's just yeah. it seems to have been wiped out since she joined. Like <laughs> they seem to have forgotten completely her past. <laughs> it's just gone. That obsession with keeping their power, man. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> I mean, they gloss over. Like, okay, so here we are in the trial, and Bray confesses. And again, I don't like that his only motive for confessing was to save Danny. Yeah, and not protect his tribe. Like, he doesn't seem nearly as upset that he suspects Ebony tried to kill Tysan as he is upset that Danny, nobody likes her. You know, he's yeah. more upset about that yeah. than the fact that Ebony, the person you put as leader of your tribe, nearly tried to kill one of your tribe members. You suspect that's what she's done, and you're nowhere near as upset about that as you ought to be. Mm. And you're only confessing what you did to save Danny, not to, I don't know, protect the rest of your tribe from this happening again. 
I hate that. That bugs me so much because it's just like I get it. I'm I'm glad he saves Danny. She didn't deserve to go down for this, but it just bugs me that that's the only motivation that makes him come clean. Yeah. Not oh my gosh, I see what Ebony is and what she's willing to do, and I can't let her do it to anybody else. You know, I, oh, it bugs me so much. And then when he comes clean, you know, explains that Ebony had a motive for this. The only Ebony tries to give a reason for why she blackmailed Bray, and it's like. Nobody decides to question her about that. You know what I mean? Like, she just says, oh, I did it to save you guys from the Chosen. I'm like, you want to um, <laughs> give us more information as to, you know, how you thought blackmailing Bray was going to save us from Danny? <laughs> right. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense, Ebony. I know you're scrambling, but come on. Nobody's going to question this? Like, are you serious? Yeah. No. Yeah, with with the Bray thing, him only doing it because of Danny, it kind of sets up for her, her relationship, you know, as it goes. Or progresses um because ebony asks him later or whenever if it was because he, he has feelings for her you know um so it's dumb it was a dumb way to do it it could have done been done better but i'm sure that's the reason why it was done that way i know me too me too trust me me too i'm not even anti bray and danny i'm not i'm not i know i'm not but i'm just like you are shoving this down my exactly. throat i don't I don't buy this connection. I don't, you know. I'm it down our throats since the beginning. I, I'm not convinced he truly cares about this girl more than anything. He's showing more passion for Danny than he did for Trudy on the beach. Dude, for <laughs> real. And it came out of nowhere. It came out of absolute nowhere because we don't see this before. We don't see him applying the same sort of, like, interest and passion into Danny when she wants him so desperately to just listen to her. You know, he he showed no interest in in caring what she felt or what she needed at that time. But now, all of a sudden, he's like, "Wait a second! If Danny leaves, you know what happens, right?" It, it I don't. There's an mm. season one handled this better with Bray and Amber yeah. because there was such a buildup between Bray and Amber. By the time we get to Bray's trial, and Amber has to actually say to him, "It would be a bad thing if you left." I buy that her feelings for him have developed over time. Yeah. So to, that she's reached this point where she genuinely doesn't want him to go. Like, I buy it because of everything they've been through and all the interactions they've had. And I've watched these feelings develop and this closeness growing. I don't buy it here where Bray's so desperate to save Danny. I'm just like, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm not, you didn't sell me on this relationship. So you're telling me he cares so deeply for her and he'd do anything to save her. But I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like it does. It comes. It don't, I won't say it comes completely out of nowhere. We see him showing a little bit of interest when he goes to her after that long day of ignoring her, you know, going, well, I want to read the Bill of Rights. You know, let me read it. I'm sorry. Um, but we really don't see much more of an emotional connection between the two, uh, at least on his part. Until like right now, all of a sudden he's like, "Oh my God, I gotta protect this woman. I gotta, I gotta make sure that she's okay at all costs." You know, um, it, it, yeah, it is very pushed on us and shoved down our throats. And I don't buy Danny being in love with him either no. because Danny's focus has been entirely on this Bill of Rights. Yeah, like almost almost every action she's had with Bray has been focused on her achieving this agenda mm -hmm. not liking him as a person not wanting to spend time with him not just even enjoying who he is or being on the same page with him yeah. every interaction has just been trying to steer bray in the direction she wants him to that's fine 
But if you're going to tell me that that means she's developed feelings for him, I don't buy it. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, it, it's 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 ins- uh, it's crazy. I I can't. I don't. I don't like Danny at all. So it just escalates my feelings even more. I do love how when he comes back after Danny's confessed this, I love how he is the very vision of the defense rest. Like we yeah. have nothing. He just, he literally has his head down. Like I got nothing to say. Yeah, and and okay, but I I will say this though in the last, you know the episode before this and then this episode I like how he's kind of got a voice again a little bit right, um just just a little bit I'm like well there he's making a decision I suppose you know, uh it's all right Bray I I guess Bray needed a motivation yeah. which I'm I'm fine with Bray needing a vo- motivation I but I but feel like to keep you know be his wanting to make sure that he keeps Amber's dream alive you know or keeps his tribe safe yes. or keeps his niece from being raised by a cult right. I feel like he's had stronger motivations <laughs> and this pretty girl I'm, I'm like I think I I don't hate Danny the way I used to okay this is not Danny's fault I'm not getting on her about it Bray you don't love this girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he doesn't. He really doesn't. And he never, you know. And I know that, but I just. Right. Come on. This is the, this is the motivation you've needed all this time. Like, come on, Ray. It's, he's, I don't, maybe it's just been too long if you catch my drift. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> he's like, well, maybe. Maybe this is, this will this will be the one. I don't know. I mean, if Danny had been a sycophant who'd constantly, like, been propping Bray up and making him feel good about himself, then I might buy that that's why he feels an attachment to her. Because she makes him feel good when he feels like a failure. But Danny hasn't even been that. She calls him out more than anybody. Yeah, she's hard on him. So I'm like, I don't know what this attachment is other than she reminds you of your dead love. Yeah, that's, that's gotta it. be it. Not your fault, Danny. I'm just or it's like, the writing I'm, of feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling this horrible attraction for Ebony. Let me just put it off on you first. I <laughs> uh, can't. Can't. No. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I am. I'm just like, I don't have a problem with what is exactly happening. It's just there's some details that are just being swept under the rug yeah. and I don't know why. Yeah. And what's happening that we're not seeing are they having conversations that we don't know about and that's why everything's cool i don't get it like because after you know after danny's found not guilty bray's all giddy and he's like everything's good and great they they like and i'm like oh my gosh dude dude you literally betrayed your entire tribe and you told them (laughs) like everything is not great do you think this is like um, a recurring problem for the show itself though it, it does sweep a lot of issues under the carpet for a lot of characters yeah these later seasons that's what i meant it's like the storylines may be good it's the details they keep they're they're starting to dumb down the stories in a way by ignoring these details that people would notice even kids season one didn't do that you know even if you were bored with season one because they discussed everything into the ground they didn't ignore those details and season two we've had scenario after scenario after scenario where the storyline's great, plot's great, but the characters are ignoring vital details and just moving on as if they never happened. And yeah. it's just like, oh, we can get away with it. We don't have to actually go into this. And Yeah, I think that's where, you know, season one and season two differ a lot. Season one is a lot more gritty, in my opinion. Um, we do get a lot more. In season two, it, we don't. You're right. We don't get those details that I think we did get in season one. 
Um, I don't know if that's because they felt like they didn't need to lay things out for us like that anymore. I mean, I feel like they just thought they can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you think we should head back? I don't feel like going back. I think we should run away. Everything's a mess back there. They wouldn't miss us anyway. They don't miss Bob. Yeah. They let Denny go because Bob is only a dog. Wait till she poisons one of them. Then there'll be big trouble. So after Danny's found not guilty, Chloe storms off with Patsy, still believing that Danny was responsible for Bob's death. And after a chance encounter with Bray, who they flat out tell they can no longer trust, they rescue a dog from a group of boys and manage to get away by revealing their status as Morats. So, yeah, uh, what did you make of the girls' opinion of Bray? And what did you feel about um, them using their status in that way? To And is it too soon after Bob? Okay, my first initial like reaction in this scene, I'm not going to lie, is, wow, they're brats. Okay, um, I think that's as a mother, you know? the girls act the way that they're acting like they can have their opinion of Bray I get it they're not using they're not thinking logically at this point they're using their emotions um so they're young girls their emotions are going to be heightened you know they feel like they're not being listened to they feel like they're not important that Bob's not important um that that whoever did this isn't gonna you know be brought to justice uh and then you know using their status as uh a mall rat to to get away you know from these boys uh i'm not surprised that patsy did that uh that definitely seems like a, a her thing to do um again i was like in my head i'm like oh my god i really don't like these girls i really don't and i i it it makes me feel bad because they're just young girls and they're acting the way that girls their age would act a mixed bag on it I, I can't even say I, I like the scene, believe it or not. I actually do like it because it gives me a lot of conflict in my emotions. Like, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, they're young. I don't yeah. expect them to be reasonable about this, you know? Um, and yet, at the same time, there's a part of me that feels like Chloe would be more emotionally intelligent about this. Yes. Like, this feels very in line with Patsy, but not completely in line with Chloe. Um, just because what I've seen in the past. But I'm willing to give it a pass because of how much Chloe cared about Bob. I'm still wondering why the girls weren't allowed to actually be a part of the jury so they could hear the facts of what happened to their pet. You know, maybe if they had been there, they'd understand, oh, it doesn't make sense that Danny would have done this. But because they were left out, well, and there's nobody telling them what's going on, they clearly just think Danny did this. I don't know. It just feels a little weird. could have still been there, but I mean, being a part of the jury, I don't think would have worked. Not all of the mall rats were on the jury, you know? Like, they could have just been there to see the... the, the uh, the proceeding to see the um the court or whatever and um they should have been given the information yes, but as being because it jury, feels like they haven't been. yeah but being a part of the jury i think their emotions would have absolutely 100 percent outweighed anything and that's why they weren't allowed to do that but they didn't un i don't think they quite understood you know that and why because they they immediate from the get-go danny's guilty danny's guilty she needs to be punished whatever um that's why i just they don't understand it. I think they don't understand it because they're so young. And so, like, yeah, part of me is like, okay, I get it. But, um, again, there's still just this tiny conflict that doesn't feel like Chloe here. Yeah. Um, but, again, I'm letting it pass just because it's possible. But I just feel Chloe has shown us more emotional intelligence yes, than this. I agree. Before. And if she had actually heard what was being said, I think Chloe would have been yes. the one to be like, you know, 
as much as I, I thought it was Danny, but maybe it wasn't, it does make more sense for it to be Ebony or something like that. I just feel like that's something that Chloe would have figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, as for that weird scene, again, this feels like one of those weird pickup shots. They realized they hadn't had this conversation between Bray and the girls because what the heck is Bray doing? Happy-go-lucky skateboarding after this. Seriously. There's still stuff to take care of at the mall, Yeah, Bray. I was like, wow. So I'm like so random. Haven't seen this since season one. He's so thrilled he won the case. He's going to go skating what? by himself, apparently. And the girls have left the mall. And it was a little weird. Um, the conversation, though, I'm totally fine with. Like, I think it's great that the girls straight up tell Bray, we don't trust you. Yeah. You've lied to us. But again, the focus is on the wrong yes. thing. They don't trust him for giving away the antidote rather than, we don't trust you. You made Ebony our leader. You forced us to accept her. And you knew what she did, you know, like, and he has the nerve to be shocked at their reaction. Oh, yeah. But Bray's always shocked when someone doesn't like him, okay? (sighs) So, like, their anger is justified. I feel like their reason, again, is just ignoring why these people should genuinely be pissed (laughs) off at Bray. Yeah. And, uh... And then them saving Cloudy. I don't know if it's too soon. I I, I know that... My daughter, when we lost our last cat, like, I knew immediately I had to get her a new cat. <laughs> I knew immediately I had to go and get her a new yeah. cat. It was not too soon for her. She was ready. She needed a new companion immediately. So I can't say. Maybe kids yeah, can... us as viewers might think it's too soon. No, but I think, I think right, for the like, girls, I think it's, I think it's, it's logical. They needed it. It makes sense. Um. So I'm just like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Of course they're going to latch on to that. Um, it was too soon for me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it, that's, it might be way too soon for us because we had that attachment to Bob. But girls. But I get the girls. Absolutely. This makes right. sense. They can't have the lamb. Okay. We knew they right, were going to exactly. get to have the lamb. So of course they're going to, there's something else logically. Look how fast Chloe latched onto the chickens yes. because she couldn't have Bluebell. Yep. You know what I mean? So I buy that. As for them using their mark, I both like it and don't like it. I've never liked the idea of the Marats using their power this way. Um, but I like the fact that they're being blatant about this is exactly how they'd use it. Yeah. To be able to show on the street, I, we can do whatever mm-hmm. we want. And you have to listen to us. It was Patsy you know, that said and, it, right? Um, like, she's the one. So, yes. Yeah. Like it absolutely 100% makes, makes sense for Patsy to be the one to say that. And it's one of the real blatant illustrations of how the Marats are using yeah. their power in the city. You know, granted, obviously, I'm totally on board with the girls saving a dog from some abusive teenage boys. But it just says this is what the Marats are able to do. They're able to throw their weight around from the most innocent scenario to the more destructive, dangerous scenarios. And I just, I like, thank you for making that clear that this is what the Marats are yes. doing, you know. Whatever they want, they just say, hey, I'm a mall rat, and I get what I want. And the other tribes are like, huh, you're lucky. You're lucky that I don't want to (laughs) die. And it also builds that foundation of the other tribes being resentful of the mall rat's power. Even even if you could argue the mall rats are benevolent dictators, they're still dictators. And the other tribes are going to resent that. And so I'm just like glad it was there you know me too and i always enjoy seeing the interaction between you know the mall rats and the other tribes 
it's always nice to see the the other city kids that aren't just background characters, you know, like or aren't just uh, yeah background actors. They are being affected mm-hmm. by what the oh. Mallrats are doing. Oh, and this is just out of the blue, but did you guys realize it was Dirk on the jury? What happened? He's like part of the militia. What happened between him and Roanne? Was that really Dirk? Did he join? I didn't see it. Yes. I have to go back and watch. That's funny. I was like, it's Dirk. Broke up, oh broke up the brothel. Okay. And yep. they took Dirk as joined them. He joined the Locos. That's he, what happened. He joined the militia. Yes. I was like, oh, wow. What Maybe Ebony broke up the bar- brothel at some point and he decided to join the militia. That's what happened. That's what we'll say. She did a raid. I mean, we'll come to a minute about why the militia was even I, in that jury, but no. yeah, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come to that. <laughs> I know. Um, I mean, so yeah, I mean, let's, let's stick with that. So, I mean, in the sewers, Ebony confronts Spike, and it's here that we learn that he was actually meant to convince the rest of the tribe to vote against Danny. I mean, there's a lot to unpick in that. I mean, like, does it, are you impressed with how, like, well thought out and devious Ebony's entire plan was but like that whole that is a weird part it is it it, it does seem strange but you know Ebony is amazing at what she does like I'll say it again you know she's so good at it um I'm not surprised that she has that fall guy um uh because you know like she's like if this goes south Spike's gonna be the one because he's gonna be the one they're gonna be trying to convince these people to to vote you know against Danny like so of course he's gonna look suspicious I don't know. I don't know if she already knew that she was going to make him her fall guy, but because Ebony was confident, was. even right. after Bray's You're confession, right, that I don't know the the jury was going to vote against Danny. She was confident in that a hundred percent, and that's why she was so angry because Spike failed to do what he was supposed to do, which is obviously why the militia were on mm-hmm. the jury. You know, I can see her saying the militia should be on the jury and making up some reason, and Bray not arguing with her right. about it. You know, um, and the whole reason was to make sure the jury voted the way she wanted to. Because the whole trial, she's planting the seeds in the jury's head of how she wants them to feel. Even when Dal was like, that needs to be struck from the record, she'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. It slipped out. I take it back. She knows what she's doing. She wants them to feel a certain way. She went into that thinking, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Bray's confession doesn't change anything. They're going to vote the way I want them to because Spike is going to force their hands. And when he didn't, she was genuinely pissed. But I'm not surprised that she comes up with this plan because Ebony has already demonstrated. Give her five minutes and she's getting out of the mess yep. she got into. We've seen it over and over again. When her plans with the Chosen fall through, she gave her five minutes and she was tricking Trudy into getting her way out of there. You know, when Bryce threatens her, he gave her five minutes and she was blackmailing him again. So I'm just not surprised that she just needed a few minutes to rethink this and knew her situation. She's like, there's got to be someone who's got to go down for this. It ain't going to yeah. be me. And I was just like, I saw her yeah. go, girl, you go. Handle your business. Yeah, you know, and Spike to. is the head of the militia, right? Oh, yes, he did. And so he failed of her. You know, like, how did you? I love the way that scene is directed. Like, that is so great. Like, the camera's down low, so she yes. looks huge, even though she's a tiny little thing. And the way the, the, the camera pans out as she's storming down the st- Oh, my gosh. It's Spike backing up from her. Oh, I love the way that was directed. That's so good. <laughs> she doesn't even have a weapon. He's terrified. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
it's funny. It's like you say this was directed by Janet Stubbings, which, by the way, mm-hmm. great job. But when I was watching it on YouTube, it said it was directed by Costa. So I was like, oh, that's such a great Costa shot. But now I'm like, okay, Janet, I'll give you credit for it. You did a great job with that because there were some good shots in this episode. Yeah. That one was definitely my favorite. Absolutely. (laughs) Before you say anything, I know it was wrong to tell Ebony the formula and to betray your trust and our agreement. I know it was wrong to lie to you. I knew it when I said it then, and I know it now. I'm really sorry. There's no excuse. Alice told me why you did it. You had no choice. You had to save Trudy. But I wish you'd trusted me enough to tell me. At least then I could have been prepared. Bray apologizes to Ty San, who tells him that she understands why he did what he did, but wishes he told her so that she could be prepared. And later, Bray is pleased to hear that the Morats believe that Ebony was the true culprit, although he tells them that they need to keep her on side for now in order to retain the militia. And Tyson agrees that they need to get rid of her justly with proper evidence. So, yeah, panel, how did you react to Tyson in this episode? And were you at all convinced by the tribe's reasons for not confronting Ebony? (laughs) She blackmailed Trudy's. You have evidence that she means you no good. It's so frustrating. It is absolutely one of the most frustrating things ever because it's all there. It's all there. They, They need no more evidence dethrone her none i get it you can't you can't you cannot prove that she had anything to do with tyson's attempted murder fine but you know for a fact that this girl found out where trudy and her child were and instead of just telling someone she lied to you you all witnessed that because you were all in the room when she acted like she didn't know where trudy had gone and bray has just told you that she blackmailed him for the formula before she would tell him where Trudy was. She even made him practice making it with her to make sure he wasn't lying before she would come clean. Come on, that's all the evidence you need. Like, that's enough. That should be it. You know, if you're so mad at Bray for betraying your trust, then Ebony using the formula to, you know, do what she did should be enough. I don't, and I have nothing for Tysan. I have no idea. Apparently, everyone has just figured they all forgot this very important detail of what Ebony did. And I feel like they just, they're so scared of the backlash of getting rid of Ebony and how she might turn that militia against them that they feel like they need a flashing neon sign that no one can deny. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only excuse I can give them that maybe it's like, if they say, well, she blackmailed Bray, you know, that won't be enough to convince other people that she was justly kicked out or whatever. But if they catch her actually doing something. But then again, they were willing to throw out over food being stolen. So I... This is... If you're willing to kick her out for that, why not, you know, blackmailing Bray for the antidote? That should be reason enough. They're all willing to kick her out for the food getting stolen, but not for blackmailing, for being forcing being leader, for everything she's done. They couldn't... You can't try her for her past crimes, okay? They had to catch her in a new crime. Maybe that's it. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if Bray was any kind of leader, I would allow the, I would announce that the tribe is going to do another vote based oh, on right, this right. new evidence. You know, based on what they now know. What you just said, you know when they all put their hands up to, when I said, who, let's all vote now. You know, notice that Bray doesn't even put his hand up even then. <laughs> <laughs> Frustrated me so much. 
I don't get it. I don't. I, don't. I got nothing. I have nothing. I'm like, Bray, even now, you don't, you're still not going up against everything. Like, why? I, I don't get it either. This isn't, it's crazy. I, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is that if Bray actually lifts his hands and admits to his tribe, I think Ebony tried to kill Tysan. Now he needs to explain why he's doing nothing about it. But if he can just say, I still don't know, then he has an excuse. He has plausible That's deniability. See that? I, I still it think is. it's BS because it we know we know Bray thinks that. No, he knows one hundred percent. He's known the whole episode. But again, um, he doesn't want to do anything. So, well, Danny's life isn't on the line anymore. So I'm willing to risk you guys and we'll just <laughs> sit and wait until she hurts somebody else or commits another crime. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Because Casey says, what are we supposed to do? Wait till she tries to hurt someone else? And Bray's like, yeah. That's, exactly yeah, what we're that's the one. Good idea. Have fun sleeping at night, guys. Uh, here's a plastic knife. <laughs> and I, all I'm thinking is, why aren't you guys more upset at Bray for putting you in this yeah, situation? He be. He's just running around like, oh, this is great. He went skateboarding for crying out loud. I can't, I can't deal with Bray right now. Like, he's... It, he is a different person this episode than he was three episodes ago. Apparently, Danny's the only person that actually apparently. matters to Bray. And apparently, God. the safety of his tribe members. Did he what hit his head? Does Who he have cares? an injury? Is that what's happening right now? I told you Eagle Mountain left him with Eagle permanent Mountain brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This whole series, I've, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Two or three. Uh, I mean, let's focus on that, like, kind of the reasoning that they were saying to keep Ebony on side for now. Like, okay, the militia. Like, do the Morats really need the militia? Like, r- really, honestly, do they need I them? I don't 100% think that they do. I just think that they think they do. Um, they can get anyone in the city. They can, the whole city can be their goal. Yeah, they could very easily, yeah, they could very easily hire. Hey, you want to work security for Any us? Free and, you know, not they get free and anyway, but you want to work security, they could easily get somebody to work security for them. No problem. Um, oh. And I think it would be easy to get another tribe involved in that. Like, because then they're like, well, okay, if we're this close to, to the mall rats, you know, we got that little bit of extra power, they think. Uh, so I don't, I don't know why they feel so dependent on Ebony's militia, other than she literally tells them, you have no chance without me. No chance without them. She's got it, you know, so ingrained that they are not capable with, without her. The only way it makes sense. I think this would, this could work. It could have worked, because I understand why the militia were allowed to let in. They broke in to the mall, proving that there were people who were willing to take on the mall rats, regardless of anything. They were willing to break into their home and try to steal the antidote. Um, so it wasn't enough to threaten them. It wasn't enough to say, oh, we'll cut it off if you do something. So I get that. I actually understand that part. But you guys make such a good point. Uh, there are only like, what, five or six kids in this militia, you know? And I understand that you keep Ebony around because she's the only one who can control those six people. But if you're worried about security in your mall, you could easily hire someone else. Someone else who actually likes you or agrees with what you're doing mm. to guard your mall. And the other reason this doesn't work is because we haven't seen the militia actually protect the mall right. once. Think about the threats that have come into the small. Alice, all by herself, took out the entire militia to kidnap yep. Tyson. It's, it's, it's crazy. 
Okay. We never actually see the militia protect them all throughout the season. I don't think there's a single scene where they're in trouble and the militia are the reason they get out of trouble. And so this doesn't work, the sense that they need the militia because they have mm. done nothing to actually keep the Marat safe from a mob of people. You know, they've done nothing. Like, Bob put more effort into stopping people from breaking them all than the militia have done. Bob put up more of a fight fighting the militia when they broke in than the militia did fighting Alice. Okay? I, I don't... This, so this doesn't work because I've never seen the militia actually keep well, them all The only thing I think safe. that we see them do is they stand behind Ebony. <laughs> and they... And they That's it. Just their They're presence. Just literally there. Or, you know, but they could get that from yeah. any other tribe. From anybody. Think of all those other yeah. tribe leaders who are there yep. signing that Bill of Rights. Like, okay, why don't you look into the demon dogs? Absolutely. They got some tough people in their outfit. Look at the, you got people called the Amazons in there, who that's what they do. <sighs> like, we need a standing or army. Alternate having, you know, alternate having, you know, different tribes, you know, do security for these different tribes. You know, I don't, I don't know. They, it was, they could have been done, but they just couldn't look past Ebony whatever reason the writers yeah. couldn't come up with a better yeah. reason to keep ebony That's... i get it they got it and i'm cool yeah. with it. <laughs> but they couldn't come up with yeah. a better reason to keep her there i yeah. love ebony yeah i absolutely love her but yeah the writers really should have come up with a better reason why they had to keep had to yeah. keep ebony around no. and this wasn't it <laughs> this, this wasn't, wasn't it You've given these kids every reason to kick Especially her to the curb knowing she tried to and... poison tyson too like, I am literally yeah, baffled by this. Now. Like, I was like, why are you still talking? Why are you still using words? Like, shut your mouth. I just love the fact that they all suspect Ebony is the one who did this. They're all, like, anxious that there's someone in our tribe who did try to kill somebody. And we think it might be our chief security. But they all agree with Bray. We, we just have to wait until she breaks some other rule that we can get her on. And I'm like, I would not be on board with that. Attempted murder was not enough, okay? <laughs> I think it's enough that if all the tribe votes that they don't feel they can trust someone, season one, that would have been enough to kick someone out of the oh, tribe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been enough. If there was just a vote, we don't want you here, that would have been enough to remove her from the tribe. What's the point of these votes if they don't actually do anything good? I don't. I'm sorry. I, I don't. Okay, I can't. <laughs> this is legit making me fall into hysteria. Like, <laughs> I swear, doesn't someone say, "Oh, keep your enemies close" or something? I'm like, what? before why? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't deal with this episode. Not this one. Can we choose our enemies? <laughs> you guys are never going to have a better reason to get rid of this woman, and you're just like, it's not good enough. You all think she's a killer. That's good enough. Just no, it's not good enough. We need it to steal food. Then we can take her out. Jeez. Yeah, I, just, I feel like season one would be like, let's just vote how we feel about this. And honestly, if all the tribe goes, we don't want this person in our tribe, mm -hmm. that's enough to be like, well, you need to be removed. Nobody wants you here. Everyone voted you out because nobody trusts you. And you know, we need a militia. <laughs> really? <laughs> Or guys. Like you have Alice. You don't need the militia. Nobody messing with Alice. And yeah, what do you um, make of Ebony's ultimate plan where Spike takes the fall? I mean, 
That's why you have dumb henchmen. That's what they're for. Just fits who she is as a character, you know. She's that villain. The life of a dumb henchman. You know it's limited, you know. It's just how you have to, you, you just choose who you're going to hench for. I don't think Spike chose well, but he never, he was never all that smart. So I just love the fact that he's terrified of Ebony. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's funny. Yeah, he is genuinely terrified. Yeah. (laughs) So I was just trying to think of like, what what could she really have promised him? Like to leave such a seat of power that he's in at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. He is terrified of her. He's just so scared of her. Yeah, I think it's interesting that he never thinks to come clean or, like, tell anybody what she did. You know, like, the threat of intimidation. Ebony's got quite a great deal of power over these kids, and they're so scared of her. It's like you haven't... It it says something about the militia. It says something about the locos and the people that she leads, that there's not even a sense of bonded brotherhood among them that they would feel that this was unjust what Ebony's doing to one of their fellow militia members and turn against her. Like, that's how much power she has over them. Oh, yeah. That's really unsettling. That, I mean, Mike has all this leverage. He could just come clean. He could go to the mall rat and tell them what he knows, and then they'd have their proof. But he's mm-hmm. so scared of Ebony that he's like, I'll do whatever you want, you know? Which convinces me that she'd be able to get the militia to do whatever they, whatever she wanted to spike, oh, yeah, and he sure. knows it. Absolutely. Like, she's a little mafioso, like, Damn, girl. <laughs> so that leads to our final thoughts of the episode. So Danny admits to Bray that she wants to fit in with the rest of the tribe, but that nobody can ever know about her father, even going as far as tearing up a prized photo of her with him. As Danny finally appears to be welcomed fully into the Morats at the end of the episode, Jack and Ellie reveal that they have found a new lead on Pandorax. Uh, see, panel, what did you make of Danny believing that she doesn't fit in with the rest of the tribe. Um, do you feel any sympathy for her than more now than at the beginning? Mm. What's your thoughts? Oh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and be fair. Yeah, you do I'm that. Gonna be, I'm, I'm not. gonna try and be fair. I do feel. I, I'm not right. Fair. <laughs> I feel bad for Danny's position. Like this sucks. Danny had nothing to do with the virus wiping out everybody. You know what I mean? But she knows her dad did. She knows he's the reason this happened. Like, she doesn't just have the heartache of losing her own father. He took everybody with him. You know, she had to watch the fallout of the world because of her dad, you know? And then there's just a fear of anyone finding out that. that. That's genuine. Like I said, this was a good secret to find out Danny was keeping. Like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, um, that's a secret you keep. You, you take that secret to your grave. I understand all that, and I do feel sorry for her because she doesn't deserve this guilt. She had nothing to do with it, but she's right. There are very there are a lot of people who wouldn't be fair to her based on something that she wasn't a part of. It wasn't her fault it happened. And knowing you live in a world where people can do whatever they want to you, that's scary. Knowing that you have this secret, knowing that if people decided they could burn you at the stake because they want to blame you, and that's the fear Danny's lived with, and. So I guess that's why she's so caustic and unlikable, you know. So I feel bad on that sense. It's not fair to Danny. She didn't deserve this. But on the other hand, <laughs> I kind of feel like, Danny, if you'd been genuinely a yes. nice person, because you can be a nice person yeah. and keep a secret about yourself. Right. You can do that. You can do both. <laughs> but you have not been a no. genuine person. You have never acted like you wanted to be a part of this tribe. You have never acted like you cared about anybody in it. You have never acted no. like you care what they think of you. 
I've rarely ever seen you be genuinely nice to anyone since you arrived. So for you to pull this out of your butt, like you want this to be your family and you want them to care about you. No. I don't buy it. I understand that a person like Danny could, if she'd ever shown that that's how she, that that's what she desperately had wanted, but was obviously trying to keep a secret and was afraid to get close to people. We've seen it done before. They didn't do it well with Danny. So I'm just like... They don't like you, Danny, because you're a jerk. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Like that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, well, Danny, you could have been nicer. Like that would have that would have been a good start. Um, but you came in like a you know bad out of hell. Like just went with it. Um, enrolled some people. Uh, you were mean to people. You snapped at people about paintings for no reason. Um, you never let that one go. <laughs> never ever. Uh, like I. It's, and her tearing up that picture that did not surprise me at all. Oh. I'm like, girl, I guess you got to be consistent, right? Oh, like, too. Uh, this is where uh, I hate the writers, though. I really hate the writers because I feel like they really pantomime her, I guess. What's the, I don't know what's the right word, but they, they really play her up, I guess. I, she, she didn't. Yes, like, the, like a caricature or whatever you yeah, want to call it. Yeah, that's right? it. Like, she, of 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 this type of character, and they just kind of heard him. It's like with Trudy, you know. Like Trudy's not always this dramatic person, but when she has these moments, mm-hmm. they really escalate them to a point that they don't need to go to. But with Danny, they're kind of doing the same. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it feels like they're constantly doing that with Danny, though. It's like it's, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like come down from it. They're Never. constantly pushing that always. mind caricature over and over again. Yeah. Like her turn always uh, manic. It yeah, seems. always. Like, <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was watching her, her behave, her performance in this episode and the last episode. And something I noticed that in both episodes, there are only two moments when Ella is able to bring her acting chops to Danny, where she feels sincere, she feels genuine with her emotions. So in the last episode, I had mentioned it's when she tells Bray, "You've been good to me." You know what I mean? Like, I really appreciate that, and I do trust you. And then in this episode, there's one moment where I felt like, oh, this is Ella being able to take Danny the way she feels Danny should behave. And it's when she's cutting the onions and Dal doesn't seem interested in their dinner. You know, he's very short with them. And she quietly leaves the room and says, it's, yeah. it's the onions, you know, and she just has to leave. Those are the moments where I'm like, okay, that's when Danny is a believable person. But every time they try to make her overwrought yeah. with emotion, I don't buy it. It comes across as comical to me, and it shouldn't be. But I'm, re- I feel like laughing every time. Like when she starts ripping up the picture of her and her father, that should be a devastating scene. That mm. in that moment, she's so determined to keep the secret, she would rip up this beloved picture she has of her father. And instead, I'm just like, <laughs> right, my jaw dropped open, and I was so like, goofy. "Are you kidding me?" Ah. Uh. It is. It is goofy. It absolutely is. I'm like, stop trying to force this girl to be more overly emotional than comes naturally to her as an actress. And that's just, I realize that's often the problem with Danny. They have her screaming and yelling and shouting at people. And she's way better in her subtle moments. Think about the moment when Ellie and Jack come to the table with all the stuff they're going to go through. That simple look on Danny's face, that look of fear says a hundred times more than Danny screaming at Jack or screaming at, you know, Bray, don't talk about my father, I buried my parents. Just that simple look of fear. 
at what they might find was more compelling than all the yelling they've had this girl do to convince me she's keeping a secret. Just let Ella do what Ella can do. (laughs) Let her, let her have the role. Let her perform it. Because when she's allowed to, I buy it. I buy it. You know? Yeah. I agree with you there. Because her trying to cry. Stop it. Stop it. I didn't, I'm sorry, Ella. It's not your fault. I I know you were directed to do that, but I just, I get the giggles. And I shouldn't be getting the giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Ella, you look like you're fighting back the giggles. I don't, I'm not convinced you're trying to cry here. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what it is? Oh my gosh, you guys. I just realized that she's Hayden Christensen. Okay. No, no, no. You guys, if you look. <laughs> I want you to think of this performance as Darth Vader. Every time he talked, you were just cringing. Okay. Every time he had to say the things he had to say, I don't like sand and you turned against me and all this stuff. You were just like, oh, please stop talking. But every time he just had to look like someone who turned to the dark side, I was like, okay, I'm convinced that's a young Darth Vader, that look in his face. But every time he had to speak, I was just like, stop it. You're hurting me. That's Ella. Like, every time they make her have to be emotional, <laughs> I don't buy it. But when they just pan to her face and just see how she's feeling, I'm like, okay, that's working for me. Yeah, no, that's what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just because, obviously, I don't know the behind-the-scenes things, but it feels like like what, what, episode 22, it does kind of almost feel like the writers are trolling Ella, in a way. I don't know, it's weird. The it things is. that come up and make her say and do, it's just... <sighs> I don't know. It's very weird. I found the whole the whole situation very weird. Yeah. So you know, I at scene at the table. I could have felt really bad for Danny if I had seen Danny showing that she's a genuinely nice person who's trying to connect to people, but is clearly afraid to. So she keeps her distance and doesn't share things with them. Then I'd buy this whole thing about her wanting to be part of a tribe and wanting to have a family and caring about the Morats. But they didn't show me that. It's too late to tell me that's what Danny wants because I don't believe you. You know, um, there's mm. not every uh, part, not every moment that Danny flipped out on somebody was because she was trying to keep her secret. It was just that's clearly who she is. No. So you're basically telling me that keeping a secret just made Danny not a nice person, I guess? So. Right, right. I just don't like her. Um, yeah. I'm, I would not have wanted to be friends with her if I was a teenager. I'm just going to, you know, put it that way. Like, I wouldn't have wanted her to be my tribe leader because of the way that she has the outbursts, you know. Amber had her outbursts, okay? She definitely did, and she had her moments. But usually they were an emotional response, and we knew what that, you know, like, why it was happening, Okay. And if she wasn't having these emotional reactions and outbursts, like she was normally a pretty level-headed, you know, person. People liked her. It was balanced out. Um, yes. Whereas Danny is just dr- everything is dramatic. Everything is at a hundred. Yeah, there's just there's not enough from Danny to convince me what you're trying to tell me about her. Right. And my thoughts, I'm like, just tell them. Just tell them. You are not giving these people, these, you know, like, right, these people, enough credit. Like, you want them to be your family, but you can't trust them uh, to, to still, you know, want. I, I, I don't, I don't under, I think she just needs to tell them. Because <laughs> if they found out on their own and they find out that she's hiding this, that's even worse. 
lies of omission can be so much worse than actually telling the truth. Do, do you think you should still be keeping this secret at this point? Mm, I, I don't know. I, I think it's fair that she wants to keep it. I'll just say that. You know what I mean? Again, if they had written Danny in a way where she actually was making connections with people in the tribe, then I'd say, girl, I think they've earned your trust. I think they've shown you that they wouldn't care about that. But because Danny has made no connections with anyone, her fault, by the way, just want that clear, she has not tried to make any connections with anybody. I, I can't say that she should open up to these people suddenly. She's done nothing to make these kids like her, you know? Hell, maybe, that would be awesome if Danny actually said that. Like, I never expected to stick around, and I pushed people away, so why would they forgive me for this? You know what I mean? Like, if she admitted that, that she's aware, that she's given people no reason to like her, and that's why she's afraid to tell them this huge secret, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But they don't go there, you know? They never acknowledge the fact that Danny has not tried to befriend anybody and hasn't been very kind to anybody and, you know, I mean, why do you think Jack's so pissed off at her? It's not so much about who her father was. It's because she was such a jerk to him and she made him look like a crazy person and went behind his back destroying his evidence, you know, to hide everything. You know, that's why he's mad at her. And I think that's why a lot of people wouldn't feel mad at her, you know. Um, because of the way she behaved to hide her secret, she treated all these people like garbage. Yeah. And it's like, you could have just told us, you know. Um, but I'm not going to blame her for not, telling anyone right now right but i mean that's that's also like i she wants so badly to be you know part of the tribe and be accepted and to have these people like her so why not go okay so i apologize the way that i have behaved and the way that i've come off to people i i know that i'm not you know the most you know this approachable person um, and then explain to them I was concerned because of this, you know, and this and how you were going to feel about it. And like, I feel like now would be the time to do that if if she wants so badly for them to like her, I guess. I I don't know. It does kind of feel like now is the right time after all the things have come out with Ebony and Bray. Yeah. And it just feel like now would have been mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah. I mean, that in my opinion, I think that now would be the perfect time just accepted her as an official mall rat, you know, and like now she could be like, you know, I know I haven't been this this person that you guys want to get to know, but from here on out, I appreciate, you know, being my tribe and, and taking me in and then explaining herself. I mean, it, it's better than, than what's going to happen. Yeah, I I think Danny has make, makes one mention when Ebony's grilling her, like about what tribe she might have been a part of and stuff. And Danny doesn't have any real prepared answers because apparently she never worked on her story. But she does say no. it didn't work out. Now, wouldn't it help Danny's whole story and the way she treats people if her backstory was that she once did try to open up? She tried, she actually trusted a tribe of people with her secret and they turned on her. If, you, if I found that out, if I found out that at one point Danny actually tried to get close to another group and then felt like she could trust them and told them the truth and they turned on her and tried to burn her at the stake or whatever, she had to run for her life, that would be enough for me to be like, okay, I get it. She doesn't know how to get close to people without, you know, letting too much of herself show. So she keeps this awful distance because she's terrified because she has a real reason to fear what yeah. people will do if they find out. But because you don't give me any of that and you just let Danny be a jerk to everybody, I'm just like, again, I feel like you're just trying to garner sympathy for someone who hasn't acted like a nice person. And now you need a reason for why they haven't acted like a nice person. 
<laughs> and so it's a little like, okay, time to feel sorry for Danny because this horrible thing. She has this horrible thing going on in her yeah. path. And I'm like, I get it. You had a secret. You still didn't have to be a dick to everybody, Danny. <laughs> you could have yeah. been a nice person with a secret. I'm sure Sasha had lots of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lots of secrets. <laughs> yeah, it's just the writers. They realize, like, oh, you know, we were so busy on making Danny a mystery that we never bothered to make her likable. And now it's. I mean, some people are fine with Danny, and I'm happy for them. But there's a huge chunk who might have liked Danny if they'd approached her differently. But they, mm -hmm. they put the mystery above the character. And she suffered for it. And she still suffers for it in the fandom. And, oh well. Sorry, Ella. <laughs> Sorry, girl. You got screwed. Sorry. Yeah, no offense. I just swear. <laughs> You're still cute as a button. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do. I love da Danny's button nose. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I was thinking the same exact thing. I'm like, oh, my God. I just absolutely You're so cute. She's got nose. the cutest features. Uh, that little nose. Yes. And uh, her hairstyle at the end, I think, is my favorite of her hairstyles out of this whole show. It's a metaphorical transition into her new outfit. I know, which is also my favorite outfit. So, like she, it's like shedding something mm -hmm. of herself. Yeah, you know the white, the whole white stormtrooper thing was her guarded uniform, and now she looks more natural and a little more like Bray. And oh, <laughs> please, no. <laughs> Don't do this to my heart. I'm just saying, look at that motif and tell me it wasn't inspired by Bray's outfit. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's cool. Okay. She looks so good in it. She does. And so I do like that transition of making her look a little more natural, a little more approachable. But I'm just not buying it because she's never been this way from the moment we met her. And you didn't you didn't make me like her at all. And now you want me to care about her. Sorry, writers. <laughs> screwed the pooch. Sorry, no can do. And that's not adult. That's not the adult in me. Because clearly plenty of teenagers watch this and felt the same uh -huh. way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that brings series two, episode 22 to a close. Thank you very much to the panel. And next week marks the anniversary edit of The Tribe. So we're going to have a very special podcast where we're going to have a mini tribe quiz. So we'll see you next time for that special. Until then, bye. Bye. Bye.